This is the Main Attraction Podcast. Now here are your hosts, Justin Strawn and Ryan Nelson. Welcome to the Main Attraction Podcast, where we discuss the biggest television shows and movies in the entertainment industry. I am your host, Justin Strawn. Joining me each week is the other host of the show, and he's questioning the travel itinerary of flight by Wellmouth, Ryan Nelson. <laughs> Justin, I've enjoyed watching Hayden Christensen so much. Maybe I should give the prequels another chance. Maybe. That's maybe. The, maybe. That's that's <laughs> maybe. That's a definite maybe on that. So, uh, if you've been listening to the podcast since we started the podcast last year, thank you for continuing to listen and making us a part of your day. If you're new to the show, we hope you enjoy it as we talk about the fifth episode of Ahsoka on Disney Plus. If you are new or irregular and would like more access to the show, visit our Patreon page and become a patron of the Main Attraction Podcast. Go to patreon.com slash the Main Attraction Podcast and you can get Patreon-only content. You can support us at a $3, 5 10 or $20 level. And when you join up, we'll shout you out here on the show. If you want ad-free access to the podcast, any level of being a Patreon supporter will get you the show ad-free. So just for as little as $3 a month, you can get the show ad-free. But if you want additional content, uh, you can sign up for some of the higher levels for, for the Patreon. So there are some other there are some other bonuses and there's some other content available to you if you go for some of the higher levels. But like I said, if you just want to have the show and just want to have it ad-free, you can sign up for as little as the $3 level. So if you can't be a patron, though, you could help the show out a lot by rating us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you left us a five-star rating on either of those platforms or any platform at all, for that matter, I don't know how all, all the other podcast apps go about rating, If you even if you can, but if you can, we would love it if you left us a little five-star rating while you're there. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, we'd love it if you wrote us a review. We're trying to get to as many ratings and reviews as possible because those do a lot in terms of getting the the podcast in the ears of new listeners. And if you'd like to interact with the show, though, you can do that as well. You can send us an email to mainattractionpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear any thoughts or any questions you might have. If there's anything you would like to just comment on or just leave some feedback, we'd love to hear all that over at our email at mainattractionpod at gmail.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so this is the fifth episode of Ahsoka. It was a majorly hyped episode of Ahsoka, to say the least. Yeah. Uh, released in select cities to theaters uh, in yeah. certain cities across the country. Real quick, before we get into specifics, did it meet the hype for you? I, I, it met the hype for me, for sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I did for me, too. I thought, yeah. it, I thought it was absolutely one of the most beautiful episodes of television that i mm -hmm. have ever seen it's just it was you know i was just kind of in awe of it the entire time that i was watching it and we're going to talk about yeah. specifics and just why how why it surprised me a little bit that i was able to be in such awe of it but uh uh we'll get into a little bit more but just tell me a little bit just gives us some general thoughts on it before we get into this 
Yeah, the same thing. It felt like the it felt like a movie. So I can see why they played this on the yeah. big screen. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but like I got chills at the very end when uh, when Hera says, "May the Force be with you," yeah, and you I can say. tell they're moving on to another story. It felt like it felt like the end of like Empire, where like we're going, we're going to come back. You right. know, we're mm-hmm. going to get this. Yeah. So it just I don't know. I, I just got chills on that part of it, especially. Um, you know the. The, the fight scenes, I, I'm not exactly sure what, what was all going on. I don't care, <laughs> man. Like you said, it was, you know, c- cinematically breathtaking. Right. And, like, just cool. And shout out to Ariana Greenblatt yeah. playing young Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. To think about, like, I don't know if they had, like, footage for her to watch of, you know, what Rosario Dawson was doing or how much training she had. But, man, she pulled it off she extremely did. well. Yes, she did. And I know she was uh, young Gamora. She's young Gamora. And, mm-hmm. and Endgame, and then she's in the Barbie movie. She's one of the main characters. Uh, she is, man, what a bright future for that young lady. Yes, it, it really is. She has a great career ahead of her. Like I said, she's already she's already got a, a primo role there in Infinity War when she was playing the young Gamora. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's now got young Ahsoka under her belt. Uh, I haven't seen Barbie. I plan to watch it hopefully here soon. Uh, but she's obviously got a bright career ahead of her. Yeah. And she was absolutely amazing. This We'll talk quite a bit about her here in a little bit. Uh, you know, watching this it was just a really... It was just kind of a a different feeling because I, we talked a little bit about this last week when I watched when Hayden Christensen first popped up on screen and I saw him I like got really excited and like I said I I didn't like his performance yeah. at all of of Anakin in the prequel so I was surprised at just how excited I was for him yeah and when they start this episode again and he shows up on screen again you're like okay yeah I'm here for this I don't I really couldn't understand yeah. why but I, I think I know why why is that can I, can I t- yeah I, I think it's a couple of things one we were much younger when those previous oh, yeah. came uh-huh. out. I was I was in and, college when the first one came yeah, out. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So like you know, you're in your twenties and you're just like, this sucks, and it's ruining something from your childhood. And he got a lot of the blame. I don't think it's fair, and I, you know, I have taken my time to like he cares, but forgive him. Right. Like I'm being an idiot. I don't think it, I don't think it's his fault. I think he had terrible material. Because, like, when we saw him in Obi-Wan, I thought he was really good. I thought he was even better here. He has such a presence about him that I hate that didn't come out before because he really has it in this well, episode. Like, he, he's hard to keep your eyes off yeah. of. One of the things I think, this watching this episode of Ahsoka... It just, it brought, one, I loved it. I thought it was great, and mm-hmm. I was enjoying it. It was breathtaking. It was beautiful. But it also made me just continue to just get angry with George Lucas because of the fact that he was yes. the one who decided to direct all three of the prequels. Mm-hmm. And look, George Lucas is not a good director, guys. <laughs> he's not a good director. He's a great idea guy. He's a great idea yeah. guy, but he's not the greatest when it comes to directors. Uh, that's three. He directed the first one. And he did. He did yeah. great with directing the first one. Then he turned Empire and Return of the Jedi over to two other people to direct. I don't remember who directed mm-hmm. those two films, but he decided yeah. he wanted to get in the director's chair for the prequels. And from what I have read since, and from the stories, is the delivery that Hayden Christensen was giving with the flat, unemotional yeah. delivery he was giving in those films was 
what Lucas was telling him to do. And yeah. it's like I said, it just made me mad at George Lucas I know. all over again watching him because I was like, I don't know if Hayden Christensen could have pulled off the performance that we got in this in the original prequels. Right. But I think we could have gotten something a lot closer because Christensen was brilliant in this episode. He was, he was. absolutely brilliant. Oh, look, I haven't seen all of the Clone Wars. I've seen like the yeah. first like 10 or 11 episodes of the first season. And one of the things I've always thought when I've the one thing that actually made me get as far as I did in it uh, was the fact that the only reason I actually the only reason I stopped is just because it's a lot. There's seven seasons of that yeah. thing and there's like 20 episodes each. But the only reason uh, one of the things that kept me coming back to it was the Anakin Skywalker in that in yeah. that show and because he, he's really good. I don't know who the voice actor mm-hmm. of that is. It's uh, Matt Lanter or Later okay. or something like that. But he's fantastic. He's, he's yeah, he's there was that show on HBO I mean on NBC like Tomless. Uh-huh. He's the guy from that. I'm okay. trying to hold up. But he's great. You know what I was gonna mention about Hayden Christensen too, you gotta remember he's twenty one when that yeah. first movie mm-hmm. right. You know, supposedly it was down to like him and like Paul Walker, right? And Paul Walker probably would have been a better choice, just because he's older. Right? He's in his late twenties. He's more seasoned. He has more charisma. Yeah, he does. As, yeah. Uh, I actually think if Paul Walker is in that role, and like people are going like, "You're insane," because I, I think it would have been better. Because like you're saying, right. Lucas is doing a terrible job. If somebody with the charisma of Walker has it. He may have done a little bit better job. Christensen was put in a horrible situation. Yes, he was. Plus, he's 20, 20, 21 years old. Right. I, I feel for him. And then to hear a whole franchise gets blamed on to you. Right. I, I can't imagine what he's done with mental health wise. Oh yeah, it's probably been incredibly difficult for him. I can't, I can't imagine that it would not have been. Uh, he's probably been put through the ringer quite a bit since, yeah, since those, since those films. But oh, one of the things you mentioned is that you thought he, was, we both thought he was good in Obi Wan. I don't think that. Look, I thought he was good in Obi Wan, but they yeah. tried to rehabilitate that character through that show, and I don't think it worked nearly as well as this worked. Uh, yeah, I mean he's. I mean, he really reminded me a lot of the Clone Wars version of Anakin. And uh, it wouldn't surprise me if Lonnie said, look, I know what George told you to do in the original trilogy. I know what he said. I just need you to look at, watch a few episodes of the Clone Wars. I need you because he, he is almost doing exactly what the animated version of the character was doing in, in the Clone Wars movies and in yeah. the Clone Wars television show. I mean, he's, he's got the mannerisms. He's got the, the, the same cadence, the same delivery. It is just kind of remarkable just how much they mimic each other. And I kept having to remind myself, Christensen was not the voice of that character in in, in the in those cartoons, but they were like I said, they were just so incredibly similar, and it was really impressive that you know he came that he came back to this role, and he just completely knocks it out of the park when yeah he gets it when he gets a second opportunity to do it, and you know I want to also give Filoni and the rest of the people at Star Wars credit because they they told us with Obi Wan that he was going to be in it, and uh, you know kind of get people excited. I think it's the right move not to tell anyone that he was going to show up here, and I think it worked great. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. Uh, yeah, I, I, everything you said, man. He just—he really, really did a good job. I'm, I'm so happy for him. You know, yeah. We, George, the guy who played George R. Binks got like a little moment in the Mandalorian. Right, yeah. and I, I'm just—I'm just so happy that these guys are getting another chance because yeah, 
damn it, George Lucas, you did not do these guys well. <laughs> no, you did not. I mean, it's it's amazing that you yeah, know some Matt people. La- Matt Lanter is the guy who played. Uh, He's the voice played- of. Of the yeah. anime version, yeah, 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 it's amazing that some some people had really good careers after those films. I mean, uh, obviously, uh, Natalie Portman's had an amazing career. Uh, Liam Neeson, Ewan McGregor, Liam Neeson, Ewan McGregor—they've had great careers. So it worked out for some people, not so much for for others. But yeah. Uh, anyway, so let's just kind of get into a little bit of the specifics of this. Uh, I did think it was a little surprising they never actually mentioned where they are. Uh, they never actually mentioned what it was that in the whole world yeah, between worlds. I, I was going to ask you that too. Where where was she? That I mean, I, from, I think that's where they are. But I don't. This is where I think they decide. All right, if this is where I think here's they're walking a fine. They're walking a tightrope with this, and they want to reward the people I think who saw Rebels. They want to reward the people who saw Clone Wars. And so by not mentioning this is you can reward those people say because it looks like it. I saw some clips of what the world between worlds was in in Rebels. And it, it looks mm-hmm. exactly like this. I mean, so it, it, if it's not that, then I don't know what else it is. Yeah. But well, I, I have another question for you. Mm-hmm. So Ahsoka's just underwater the whole time. This did, is did the I other, miss where, yeah. where Jedi's can hold their breath. And, uh, yeah, I like, don't, they, that's the other kind of issue with this. I don't really know. How, like, did her body go straight to the water in this, or did, was she like transported? Like, I don't. That's probably if I'm if we're going to yeah. pick some nits here. Yeah. How did she get here? That's the big thing. Is this, is yeah. she? Is it just her her spirit, her soul that's here, and her body is in the water? Uh, is did like time kind of stop for her while she was in here? And like this is, right. it's kind of like omniscience. Like yeah, maybe her body, maybe her spirit went through like hours and hours and hours of training with Hayden, Hayden Christensen's character, and but her body was only in the water for like a few seconds. I, like I said, these are the things that I don't know that yeah. I wish we had the answers for. But right. I also think they're doing this on purpose, though, so they can kind of make this world between worlds. If they ever want to use it again, they can kind of do whatever they want with it. I think that's another yeah. reason that yeah. they don't give us a whole lot of specifics is because once you start once you start laying out uh, specific ground rules, then you got to follow them from that point on. And if you can just right. if you just kind of leave it all vague and stuff, then you don't have to you don't you can just kind of do what you want with it. So I think that's kind of what Good they're call. doing with this. We're we're on to you, Filoni. <laughs> we are on to you. Uh, now, let's go ahead and talk about some of this. Some of the let's talk about some of the discourse. Uh, the discourse is always interesting whenever you're talking about Star Wars stuff. Um, uh-huh. But you've got people who saw Rebels who are like, who continue to say, I don't know how you can possibly enjoy this. But I will say this, there are some people who haven't seen it who are saying, you know, I, I can't get into this because I don't understand it. I, don't, I never saw the Clone Wars. Were you because you have not seen either of them? I've seen a yeah, little. Yeah. I have seen a little bit of the Clone Wars. I have seen the entire first season of Rebels. And I, the only reason I saw Rebels is because I got interested in it after the show, and I saw, and I sat down and watched the first season. Uh, but you have no, mm-hmm. you have None. no knowledge. You have no knowledge of any of those things. Were you able yeah. to get as emotionally invested as you as you think most other people were? I think probably some people were a little bit more emotionally invested than me, but I'm I'm fully in on the show. Yeah. I think they do a pretty good job of explaining, you know, what's going on. Now, granted, um, I, I did listen to the Midnight Boys from the Ringer, uh-huh. and they were going on and on about one of the battles, and right. I had no clue what they were talking about. So, the, but when I'm in the middle of watching it, that doesn't, you know, um, 
that does affect me. I do know that people went crazy when Ahsoka wore the white. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I found out that on online. If you're not on social media, you have no idea about the discourse. <laughs> yeah, you, you probably don't. It's probably better for yeah, you if you don't. So, so. yeah, it, it honestly probably is because like I I enjoyed this. I thought it was really good. Yeah, so nothing about this made me, you know, change what I was thinking on that. Right. Uh, here's uh, here's because here's part of what I hear a lot of people say is if you didn't see Clone Wars, if you hadn't watched any of the Clone Wars, they don't understand how you can get emotionally invested in the scenes with young Ahsoka and with Anakin from the Clone Wars, the the uh, version of Anakin from the Clone Wars. They said, I don't know how you can even possibly be emotionally invested in that. Here's the, what I will say to that, because like I said, I've only seen a little bit of the Clone Wars, and maybe just mm-hmm. the little bit that I saw helped. But um, what I will say to that is we know the relationship. If you've been a fan of Star Wars, you understand the yeah. deep relationship that Padawan and Jedi have towards one another. And you understand everything that goes into that. You understand the emotion. You understand the, the, the training and how much how much uh, emotion is involved in that. So just because you don't didn't see in Clone Wars the the way these two grew together, the way these these two uh, the way these two fed off of each other and learned from each other, just because you didn't see that in Clone Wars, you understand the relationship so you right. you have a yes. working knowledge and therefore I could easily get involved I could easily emotionally invest in this because I know what those two probably went through, even though I didn't see Clone Wars, I still have an understanding of just the intensity and everything else that is involved in that relationship so this is why i think absolutely i think it's easy for people who haven't seen Mm -hmm. this to get involved now Now, let me give you an example Uh okay we've been watching fargo season one and two right you 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 like both of them a lot right yes i did Mm -hmm. did you catch all the little easter eggs to the the fargo movie i mean excuse to the coen brothers movies especially in season two no because i haven't seen the i haven't seen the movie that's the other that's thing yeah. So, but you still really enjoyed it. Oh yeah, I loved it. Mm-hmm. So, in those every episode, there were multiple songs from the other Coen Brothers movies oh, okay. in there. <laughs> there were Easter eggs. There are lines they're saying that, like the Big Lebowski said. Oh, there really? are lines that, like, there's a dream sequence in the last episode. It is taken directly from Raising Arizona. You still love this stuff yeah, uh-huh. without knowing that. Yeah. When I saw that, I was like, that's cool. I'm glad they did that. Right. So we both had the same emotional connection. Yeah, you're right. That's a good point. But that's a great parallel there. So uh, kudos yeah. to you for pulling that out. So, But yeah. yeah, like I said, I think it's easy to get... I think mm-hmm. it's I think it's very easy to watch both these. Look, some people I think just because they know there is additional material out there and they haven't seen it, that's going to be... A, some people won't be able to get past that. Yeah, and, and, and I get I, that. I, I get that. I yeah. get that. And the discourse does not help. Him. No, it does not. It doesn't help at all. So, uh, all right, we'll take a real quick break, and then we're going to talk some more about uh, this amazing episode of Star Wars Television. All right, so uh, we are discussing. Uh, so okay, I want to go ahead and get into. Um, I want to go ahead and get into uh, Ariana Greenblatt. That's her name, right? The girl who yeah, played yeah, this. Yeah. One of the things that I thought was just the thing that hit me the most when they went to this this battle scene i can't remember what that but that first battle they went to the second one was the siege of mandalore but the first battle they go to and you see after 
Anakin has cut the floor out and she has fallen all the way down. You, you don't even realize that they have switched from an adult Ahsoka to a yeah. child Ahsoka. But when you're watching the Clone Wars, like I said, I've seen I've seen a, I've seen about half of the first season of the Clone Wars, and I have seen this character Ahsoka in her early stages uh, when she is supposed to be a very very young teenager, learning from Anakin and being thrust into the midst of this battle. It doesn't hit you the way that this does when you see a child in a battle in live yeah. action of it just hits completely different when you look at that because when you see a cartoon of a, of a teenager like yeah that's a cartoon teenager but when you see an actual teenager in front of you in yeah. the midst of war that just hits you like what are the jedi actually thinking here i mean that was hit me you're hard. right about that i, I kind of felt the same way because i was like oh it's a kid Oh God, she's gonna fight too! <laughs> yeah. What are we doing? Yeah, uh, and that's that's what they're doing in this. I mean, they're putting them. And dude, these, these them fighting with the lightsabers, where they're just like ding, ding, right. ding. <laughs> they're like barely moving their arms. Yeah, it's it's, it's great, uh, but it's just like I said, it was just shocking to sit there and see. You know, this little girl who is in yeah. war and dealing with all these, you know, she's holding the hands of the stormtrooper uh, while she's, you know, trying to console she's him. She's really, feel, really feeling it. Yeah, she really is. And it's just, like I said, it was just absolutely kind of shocking and to see that. And then when you see her a little bit later when she's, this has been, it's been a few years, like, from what I understand, like the Siege of Bandor is like two or three years after uh, into her training. And, and when she gets to the Siege of Mandalore, she is just an absolute warrior at this point. And yeah, just oh, slicing yeah. down Mandalorians left and right. And, like, she's just a stone-hearted warrior at that point. And it's just yeah. incredible to see this young, tiny child just doing these incredibly, you know, these are just incredible feats of strength, and like I was like, "Oh my gosh, how are we doing this with the child?" But that's kind of the point. Is what that's one of the things yeah. that they're trying to pull out of us is the Jedi had kind of lost their way a little bit there towards yeah. uh, the end of, yeah. of the rest of Jarn's family. Yeah, and that's Jarn's family. The, the, they they didn't have a chance. So, uh, but yeah. anyway, what, what are your overall thoughts about her and just this entire part of the scene? I, I'm with you. I thought the same thing. It was like watching a child being involved with this. Like you're saying, like, what are we doing, Jedi? Like, why are we throwing these kids out? And then also, like, like you mentioned, they really have lost their way. Just, just murdering people. Wow. It, yeah. it, it felt like you know when you, like what, um, what Anakin was doing, and you know, in Sith, where he you know goes bad. You know, it's, right, yeah. it was just shocking to see. It really was. It, it was just absolutely shocking to see. And, you know, th- she's supposed to be learning something. And th- this is another question I wanted to bring up. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. Uh, well, Go maybe, ahead. Uh, well, I'm just going to say, did... Obviously, Anakin shows up when, when Anakin shows up at the very end of episode four and we see him here at the beginning. He is a de-aged version of Hayden Christensen. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. And he is going... We see him at different stages. What do you think this is? Is this like a a force apparition that the force has given? Yeah, that's what I'm. Th- that's what I'm thinking. Because like, what did she actually learn to live, not die? Well, yeah, that's. I mean, literally. I mean, fe- no, not literally. Uh, metaphorically, she had to learn yeah. to live with who she has become, and she had to learn mm-hmm. to live with the fact that she is not 
the responsible for what happened to Anakin. That's the, that's the because this is what okay. she's been dealing with. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. This is what she's been dealing with um, throughout the entire series. Is this you know I abandoned Anakin. I abandoned her. It's not her yeah. fault. I mean that's the one thing that she because she's also you know she has to live with the fact that. Yes, Anakin made is a big part of what made her into what she is. And yes, he became Darth right. Vader. But just because he became Darth Vader doesn't mean that she's going to go down that same path. And because that's kind of the mm -hmm. thing that that's when they when he kind of throws her back into adulthood after uh, that very final scene in the the Siege of Mandalore when she's a child and he throws her back and says yeah. back to the beginning. That's one of the things that she says. It's something along the lines of, you know. I'm still just uh, it's a lineage of death or something along those lines. I can't remember exactly what it was, but oh man! And how cool was it when you kept seeing Anakin go back between him and Darth that Vader? That was fantastic. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, man. Uh, but this is what she's this is what she's having to learn to live. It, she has to learn to live mm -hmm. with everything that has happened to her, and that's because that's what she's been struggling with throughout this, the entirety of this this series so far. Is she? she just doesn't understand how she can because she thinks she keeps failing people she keeps thinking she's going to become something that more akin to Darth Vader because that's what she mm -hmm. that's who she trained from and you know this is one of the things that Anakin is trying to tell her is you know if we just because you learn from me just because you learn from Obi-Wan I learned from Obi-Wan I mean Obi-Wan trained Anakin and Anakin became Darth Vader. Obi-Wan is nothing like right, Darth right. Vader. So just because yeah. you were mentored and trained by one person doesn't mean you're going to become that same person. And that's what she's having to learn to live with. And you just see... So let me, let me ask you, what kind of relationship does Obi-Wan and uh, Ahsoka have? Uh, I'm not... Real, I mean, they have one, obviously. They're, they, I don't know. This is where I'm a little bit... Having not seen as much of the Clone Wars, he knows who, who she is. Obviously, he knows that was uh, that she was the Padawan of um, of Anakin. Obviously, they've got some type of relationship. I just don't know how deep or anything it is. That much I don't know. Uh, I know that she would have conversations with Obi Wan about Anakin occasionally, uh, but outside of that, I don't know a whole lot. This is where this is where okay. my knowledge of that particular portion of Star Wars canon is fuzzy because I haven't seen. Because I haven't seen uh, Clone Wars, but, yeah, yeah. But obviously, the, there's a the, there is something of a relationship because, yeah, uh, you know, he was Obi Wan was Anakin's master, Anakin was uh, Ahsoka's master. So there's 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 something there. I just don't know how. Like I said, I don't know how I, deep I it is. Obi Wan just interests me. I don't know why. Yeah, he's one of the. Well, he's one of the. I mean, when you talk about Jedi that seem to have one, some of the most success, he's kind of. Right up there. Yeah. I mean, how many times has he beaten Darth Vader in a fight? Like two or three? Uh, right. Or a few? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he took down Darth Maul. Um, so, I mean, he's, like I said, he's got a pretty nice little track record there yeah. uh, for, in terms of Jedi. So, he, he's, he's one of the more, he is one of the more interesting ones. Uh, and he ends up kind of training Luke. So, like I said, he, he's definitely, I can see why he would be. So, yeah. uh, let's talk about Hera, uh, Jason, Chopper, and yeah. uh, what's his name? Hu Yang. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> when they do this all the time in Star Wars, you know, I was I didn't know if they would do it with Jason and with with mm -hmm. Hera. So Jason is sitting there listening to the waves, and Hera is talking to Carson Tiva, I think is who she was talking to. Yeah, and, she was. And uh, uh, let me say this: I feel sorry for the kid who plays Jason because in this episode he's opposite the he's opposite uh, Ariana Greenblatt. 
she's fantastic. He's still yeah. got a ways to go. <laughs> I don't see. I, I didn't think he was that bad. Well, like uh, the problem is he's got another child actor in the same episode with him. I that agree, is but great. she's like a high school kid. Yeah, like I said, but it's just it just. But she's so small; she doesn't look like a high school kid. No, 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 no. It just, it, like, it, she just it. It just makes like I didn't I, think I haven't had an issue with him up until this episode. Do you, do you remember Obi Wan? That's yeah. all I'm gonna say. I know. Yeah, yeah, that was bad. That kid actor was bad too. I don't think he's bad. I just think yeah. when you put him up against another kid actor in this, that's killing it. It makes his it makes his performance but look worse. But I liked him where he said, you know, the waves. I can hear. You know, I can. Hear, do you not hear the lightsabers? I was like, yeah. And it was cool because you could hear the yeah, lightsabers. You could hear the lightsabers. That was cool. Yeah. So I really like that. I, I don't think he's that bad. No, I don't I'm, think he's that bad. Like I said, I just think, yeah. I think going having. Ariana Greenblatt in this just it's one of those things like oh that's yeah. amazing and like yours is good it's right. just not great so like so that's yeah. that's the difference but and when he's talking about being able to hear and look, I'm listening and mom I need you to listen mom need you listen yeah. I'm like I'm like Hera you know his dad his dad is right. was a Jedi you should understand that he's probably tapping into some of his Jedi powers uh, and that was another thing that they did to uh, she's 16 I just looked at her okay. that was another thing you know they made sure to mention his father had the force yeah. you know was a Jedi so they made sure to mention that so you would know yes and, know, I, and like, I love Carson going on. I love Carson Tiva's reaction okay <laughs> Okay, sure, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just thought yeah. that was great. Uh, he's like, that was great. Well, I kind of was wondering if you know if Dave Filoni was like making Carson TV the audience for those of us who hadn't seen Rebels. Like, it could be. Like, uh, you know what? That may be right because he means like he means nothing to anybody who hadn't seen Rebels. And Carson's like, okay, whatever. Because uh, yeah, a lot right. of people are probably okay, whatever. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, so they end up finding Harris, uh, not Harris' body. Ahsoka's body in the water. Uh, and look, the second half of this episode is good. Don't get me wrong. It's mm-hmm. nothing compared to the first half of this right, episode, the though. The first half is unbelievable. The first half is unbelievable. But when she comes out and she's dressed in the white, she has become Ahsoka the White. And look, this is one of the things that you may not know. Filoni has been greatly influenced by Tolkien. Uh, and this really felt the whole world between worlds, her coming out and her coming out in the white. Mm -hmm. It really, really, it really felt like Mm -hmm. Gandalf's. It really felt like Gandalf when he became, when he fell with, uh, the Balrog in uh, fellowship of the ring. We finally get him back in the two towers. Uh, and they tell us about just him battling with the Balrog, uh, as they're falling, is there's and we and they right. do a great job of showing this in, in the film. Okay, okay. Amazon, get us the rings of power. What are we doing? I know. What are we doing? <laughs> Tell me about it. So, I'm, like you're talking about, this is like the second time we've mentioned Lord of the Rings tonight. And I'm like, where's Rings of Power? I'm ready to watch. <laughs> I know it. It should be soon. I would think so. I think they've done all the filming on it. We'll could, see. Uh, but, uh. While they're while it's while he's following, they're they're doing this battle, and he kind of ends up dying. Uh, but he, when he's brought back, he's brought back changed. He's brought back as a, almost like a different person. Uh, but he's now mm-hmm. Gandalf the White instead of Gandalf the Gray, and that's kind of what it, you really feel with Ahsoka because she has yeah. become a changed person yeah. when she comes out of this thing. Yes, yeah, she has, and uh, you know, man, Rosario Dawson has just an, a wonderful smile, doesn't she? When she's like, you know, smiling at people, yes. especially after uh, when she sees Jason, she's you know happy to hear that he's force sensitive. Yes. that the powers are starting to come in, and like just when she goes over to him, like you, like she has a different presence about her uh, after that, and and when she's you know uh, 
interacting with the pergolas. She, right. She she seems different. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, pergolas, not pergolas. 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 Yeah. Pergolas. Pergolas. Per- yeah. Pergolas. What is a pergola? Pergolas. That's flower, one of those. Uh, that's one of those flower things. You like? Yeah. Yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah. That you up there. Uh, uh, but anyway, it's. It's great when she comes out. Uh, she's talking with Hera, and I love when Carson Tiva is basically instructed by Hera. You know, you got to go stall the right, stall right, the Republic, right. uh, and he's sitting there talking. Hera does that a lot. It's two episodes alone. It is. It's made, you know, some poor guy like, hey, stall for us. Yeah, pretty much. So uh, he's out sitting out stall, and that's when. This is when Ahsoka and Huyang go up to the Purgles. Uh, they track down the biggest one that they can find, and she starts to commune with the Purgles. And I was really disappointed that we didn't get the Dory voice right here, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, but nevertheless. Uh, and this is their plan. is basically, we're going to fly by Purgle uh, to this other galaxy that is somewhere that we don't yeah. know about. And, and what's, this, is what's, this is where you really see the change in Rosario Dawson's character in, in Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Because when she comes back and look, I was kind of with Hu Yang because she's standing out on the ship and the the whale opens <laughs> yeah. its mouth and they and she says go on in like and he's Hu Yang you can kind of say like are you kidding me and he tells her well you come back in first <laughs> I would have been the same yeah, way. I would, yeah yeah <laughs> uh, yeah that was a smart call by him yeah so they're they're like I said one of the things you can see the difference is. When she comes back in the ship, and Hu Yang says, "So these pergles will, will they'll take us to they'll take us to Ezra and to, to Thrawn," and she goes, "I think so." Like she doesn't even know if they're going to at this point. Yeah, that, she, that was a great lie because he said, it, "Well, it could go anywhere." He said, "It's better than going nowhere." Yeah, that was that was one of my favorite lines of the, of the episode because that's yeah. a very Jedi ish thing to it say. Is. Uh, Definitely is. So this is what they're doing. They're they they hop in the the the, the mouth of a whale. And they are taking off to a galaxy where it's where I think we'll finally see Ezra. We'll finally see Thrawn. Uh, it may not so be you towards think we the get end. Both? I think we'll get. I don't know. I think we're. I think we're getting at least one of them at the end of Episode Six. By the end of it, I, I'm going Thrawn. Yeah, I think we get at least Thrawn. I'll, I'll say this to Disney: they did a fake out because they did a trailer for this episode uh, leading up to it. I, I watched it. Thrawn is in that trailer. <laughs> he oh is not gosh. in this episode whatsoever. So I really assumed we were getting Thrawn this episode. Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, but yeah, so it looks like we'll get at least one of them. And like I said, I, I think I think they're going to go with Thrawn, uh, and then we'll get Ezra, yeah. maybe seven or eight. I don't know. So, uh, yeah. but yeah, just a, just a fantastic. Yeah, we're getting close yeah. to the end. Yeah, it's Six, it's, it's right? come quick. Yeah, there, it's no eight, eight. There's eight. Okay. Yeah, eight episodes. And I think what they're doing is this will end the first week of October. I think what they're going to do is because Loki, I think, is going to air on Friday yeah. of that week. I don't know if they're going to move. Right. I don't know if they're going to move Loki to the midweek after that. But obviously, they're not bumping up against each other, which is smart because they did right. that with Ahsoka, right. with uh, She-Hulk and Andor. Andor. Andor, which was made no sense, She-Hulk, it really it hurt them both. It hurt them both, yeah. Andor it really did. still has not been seen like it should have. No, you're correct about that. So, all right, uh, I guess that kind of wraps up our discussion on yeah. this one. Anything else you want to talk about before we go on to our awards? Uh, no, I, I I think it was you know a fantastic watch, and uh, I think we kind of talked about the couple of endings, you know, a couple of uh, questions I did have. So, yeah, I, I think we're ready. All right, let's head on to our awards then. 
Here on the Main Attraction Podcast, whenever we are discussing an episode of a of a TV show, we'd like to give out three weekly awards. Up first for us is the Tyrion Lannister, the MVP for the week. Who is your Tyrion Lannister? I'm going Hayden Christensen. Yeah, you do. He 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 100% yeah. deserves it. Look, Ahsoka's yeah. great in it too, but mm, but this is, is yeah. this is Hayden Christensen's time to shine, and he sh- he really did shine. He did. So, uh, he really did. Good for him. So uh, the Agatha all along, the best scene of the week. You know, man, it's hard to pick with those battles. It's got to be one of the battles with yeah. Anakin and Ahsoka. But I mean, which one do you pick? I mean, I'm just going to pick the entire thing with Hayden Christensen and, and Ahsoka. Yeah, I, I think I, I think that's good. Oh, I did forget. Uh, shout out Tamara Morrison. He was the captain. Yeah, I, I recognize right. his voice. Yeah. yeah, because he's the voice of all the the clones in uh, oh, the Clone cool. Wars. Yeah, yeah, he does the voice of all of them. Because at least I think that yeah. was the case. I think that was the case because. If, if you want to go Star Star Wars lore, uh, Tamora Morrison was Jango Fett in in Attack of the Clones, and he was the guy mm-hmm. that they that they did the cloning of. So, and I, that's the one thing I never understood. Why was he the bad guy? If he was the subject of the clones. I I, I never understood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Politics in Star Wars. <laughs> anyway, so uh, anyway, but. Like I said, uh, good for him, yeah, because I, I think yeah. he did the voices of all the clones in Clone Wars, but I'm not sure, so cool. don't don't get mad at me if you're if you're a diehard and that was not the case. So uh, Next is the If You Come With The King, You Best Not Miss. What's your best line? There were a lot of good lines. In this yeah, there were, there were a lot of good lines. I think the last line Anakin says is, there is hope for you yet. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh I waver between that one and the one we just mentioned. Uh, it's better than going yeah. nowhere. Uh, from yeah, Ahsoka. I like that one too. Yeah, uh, pick there your, was pick also. <laughs> I'm good for either one of them. You know, the the liver die. Yeah, where she yeah. says that's your lesson is liver die. That's what you're here to learn. Yeah. That's good too. Yeah, the, a lot a lot of good lines in this one. So, uh, but like I said, I pick pick between uh, better than going nowhere or most of the one. I forgot what was the other one. Uh, the Anakin line. Oh, there might be hope for you yet. Yeah, that was yeah. There's one. yeah. There's hope for you yet. Yeah. All right. Uh, so here on the Main Attraction Podcast, whenever we are reviewing a show or a movie, we have a five tier rating system. At the top of our list is a Succession. Beneath the Succession is a Lost. Middle of the Road for us is a Friends. Uh, beneath the Friends is a Full House, and bottom of the Barrel for us is Baywatch. Uh, what are you rating the first five episodes through the first five episodes of Ahsoka? What are you rating this? So this episode is a succession for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I still think overall it's a loss. Yeah, I'm trying to, I've been debating about this since I saw it. I was like... I know. I had a feeling you would be. Yeah. I really... It's tough. Yeah. I, I'm going to go ahead and just bump it up to a succession. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm going to go ahead and bump it on up there. Uh, I, this was just... Look... Up until the Marvel Cinematic Universe came along, Star Wars was my thing. That was oh, like yeah, it, it was yeah. what I loved more than anything else in the world. And uh, then the MCU Please came. Don't listen to this, Allison. <laughs> Uh, but then uh, the MCU came along and they're like, okay, that's that's my that's my new thing in terms I, of. I movies. thought you were going to say then my children came well, along, no. but you know the MCU is just as good. No, <laughs> uh, obviously I'm talking about entertainment people. I love my wife yeah, and my children yeah. far more than this, but. Um, but yeah, this reminded me of just why at one time, and like I yeah. said, if I get more of this, Star Wars will go back to the top, but uh, so I'm going to go ahead and bump it up to a succession. I could easily go back yeah. down, so uh, it's it's not like just a rock rock right, solid right. 
sitting there. It's it, it's kind of flimsy of a succession, but it's, it's still there. For yeah, me, that's so. that's my only concern because I feel like they're gonna nail it. But there's part of it is like I'm not so sure. Yeah, I the know. Mandalorian not being as good as it was has really made me more concerned. Yeah, uh, I still think that's because the guy who is doing this wasn't helping with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you're right. So I think you're right. At least that's what I'm banking on. So we'll see if that ends up being the case. So yeah. All right. Uh, we normally do things that we're looking forward to or things that we want to recommend. Do you have both? Either. Uh, what do you want to do with that? Uh, I can do. I can do either. I, I've got both. I've only got. Uh, well, I got two things. For, I got one of each. So let's let's go ahead and do both. Okay. Okay. That sounds good. Go ahead and do your recommendation right, so, first. So I'm gonna do a recommendation thing. I'm looking forward to. Winning time finale is okay. this week. Uh, the the producers have said the viewership is down a little bit, so they're really asking people to watch. Okay. So, if you have any interest of watching this, if you have any interest, excuse me, in this show continuing, please give it a watch. It's really great about the Showtime Lakers. Uh, John C. Riley is fantastic as Jerry Buss. Uh, Isaiah, I Quincy Isaiah is the guy mm. who plays Magic Johnson. Fantastic incredible performance by him it's really good uh if you like that era of basketball larry bird is a huge part in this season so it, it is a really fun watch for the winning time uh also just started watching the crowded room okay. the show with tom holland on apple it's pretty good i will tell you the is first couple really? episodes are extremely slow okay. and i can see why it had bad ratings to begin with but it picks up at episode three so it is it has been much better but this is another on. It's just crazy to me, man. We got a show starring Tom freaking Holland, and no one's <laughs> talked about it. Yeah, you're there, not wrong. You know, there was a there was a show on Stars starring uh, Sean Penn and Julia Roberts. I've never heard one person say they watched it. it was I was called saying, Gaslight. I've, Gaslight. Never heard, yeah. I've never heard of that either. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So also, uh, I, uh, you know, I would really appreciate if you watch Justified City Primeval. FX and Hulu have done some stuff where they're canceling stuff. I really want us to get another season of yeah. that. So if you watch Justified, please, please go watch it. And then uh, come we, listen we to our review of it. So. Yes, then come listen to our review of it. Yes, please. Uh, looking forward to coming this uh, week. We've got the Continental, the John Wick series. Oh, is that coming out this week? Comes out the 21st. Oh, okay. Looking forward to that. Although it does star Mel Gibson. If you don't yeah. want to watch it for him, I get it. But, you know. <laughs> I love the John Wick series, so I will probably give it a watch. Also, the last season of uh, Sex Education on Netflix, a really good series. Okay. And, and uh, the stars from that show have blown up. They yeah. really will start to see, like, the, the Doctor Who, the next Doctor Who is from that show. Yeah. So the, the kids from that show have done really well. So the last season is September 21st. couple of things. I'm interested to see what happens to Jamie Dornan. And the reason is because he's the male lead of The Haunting uh, in Venice. And the first two Perot movies, uh, the male lead was Johnny Depp and then Army Hammer. So yes. <laughs> um, we, we both like Jamie Dornan. We've seen a couple yeah. things that he's been in. I'm rooting for him over the other two. Yeah, so, yeah. Jamie, good luck, brother. I, when I saw that, <laughs> I was like, what I saw was like, God, who was in the third movie? I was like, oh, no. And then the last thing, uh, I really like the um, the simulcast that Pat McAfee did on the sidelines. And one of the reasons was, at one point, he had Matthew McConaughey and Glenn Powell yeah. together on the Texas sideline. Yeah, he did. And when I saw that they were on the sideline, I was like, well, no wonder Alabama lost. How <laughs> could, if, 
if your team is playing, Powell and McConaughey are on the other side. You're done. You're done you, yeah. There's nothing you can do. You cannot fight that charisma. They're, you're done, man. Yeah, pretty much. So, All right. Uh, my one recommendation this week. Uh, I'm going with a movie that just got released to Hulu. It, it was in theaters for about a month or so, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, that is Theater Camp. It, I can't wait to watch it. I'll almost watch it before yeah. we start. Yeah, I can't, it, it's really cannot good. cannot wait. It's great. Yeah. It, it really oh, you is watched great. It? Yes, I watched it. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Yeah, it's good. It's really, really good. Are you at a bar from uh Yeah, she's not the, the main she's not the lead in it, but she's Oh, and Molly Gordon for the Bears yeah, in it too. Molly right? Gordon's in it too. Yes. They're both fantastic and it is just an absolute delight to watch. Yeah, uh, it. It's funny, football. it's great. I highly recommend watching uh Theater Camp. If you haven't seen it, go check it out on Hulu. It is you will not be disappointed. It is yeah, like I said, it, it is it great. It did not have a wide release, and I don't know why, because I would have gone to the theater if right. I had. Yeah, it, it, uh, who knows? It's, it, I think, it's a, I it's think a small film. That's why I well, think. Well, Ayoade Berry is also in Bottoms, which is getting yeah. really good reviews, comedy, and it's starting to expand a little bit because it's playing a couple in a couple cinemas. I may go see it tomorrow yeah. or Sunday, but yeah, it looks good too. Yeah, it does. I haven't seen it yet. So uh, the other thing I'm I'm looking forward to, I think it comes out in November. Uh, the MonsterVerse is moving to Apple. Uh, it is oh, Monarch. Yeah. Uh, yes. It's got Kurt Russell in it, uh, and it's got Godzilla and. Uh, and it's got Wyatt Russell as Kurt as young Kurt Russell. Oh, really? I didn't realize that. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you, there's a trailer out for it. It's not a very long trailer. It's just a kind of a teaser trailer, I guess. But it's I think they said that it comes out in sometime in the middle of November. And like I said, the trailer of it looks really good. So uh, yeah, yeah. looking forward to it. It did look good. I watched it. Yeah. So and look, Apple does a lot of really good stuff. So mm-hmm. I haven't been too disappointed in, in most of the stuff that they put yeah. out. I mean, it's freaking Kurt Russell, too. Yeah, no, I mean, how can you go wrong there? So, uh, yeah. anyway, uh, real quick programming note, guys. Uh, we were going to do Fargo season two. We're going to push that back to next week. Uh, I've had, I've had a lot going on this week and just haven't had a whole lot of time. I watched it. I finished it. It's great. We will talk about it next week. Uh, but it we, it's great. Yeah. If you haven't watched it, you should watch those first two seasons. Yeah, they're, they're fantastic. they go hand in hand. They really do. They go hand in hand and they are fantastic. So they are. Uh, and like in episode nine, I was like shocked at one point. I know, man. <laughs> also, the other thing about Fargo season two, and we're going to talk about this. It's, if you look at that cast, these people have blown oh, up yeah, they since have. that show. Yeah, they definitely have. So, all right, guys. Uh, like I said, next week we'll go and do episode six of Ahsoka. We'll also hit uh, season two of Fargo. So until then, though, we appreciate you listening. Anything else yeah. you want to add, Ryan? Thanks for joining us, and we will talk to you next time. I will echo those same sentiments. And as always, until next time, may all of your entertainment dreams come true.